What's up, you guys? We love y'all. Welcome to the Warrior at Style of Anchorage of Recovery. Alright, you guys. Prayer. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help with thy power, thy love, and thy will. May I do thy will always one day at a time. leaders then the spirit lifted me and brought me to the easy gateway of the lord's temple where i saw 25 prominent men of the city among them were jazanah son of azur and peltah son of benah who were leaders among the people the spirit said to me son of man these the men are planning evil and giving wicked Council in the city. They say to the people, It is not a good time to build houses. This city is like an iron pot. We are safe inside it like meat in a pot. Therefore, Son of Man prophesied against them loudly and clearly. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, and he told me to say, This is what the Lord says to the people of Israel I know what you are saying, for I know every thought that comes into your mind. You have murdered many in this city and filled its street with them. Therefore, this is what the suffering Lord said. This city is an iron pot, all right, but the pieces of meat are the victims of your injustice. As for you, I will soon drag you from this pot. I will bring on you the sword of war you so greatly fear, says the sovereign. Lord, I will drive you out of Jerusalem and hand you over to the foreigners who will carry out my judgments against you. You will be slaughtered all the way to the borders of Israel. I will execute judgment on you, and you will know that I am the Lord. Know this city will not be an iron pot for you, and no will, will not be meat safe inside. I will judge you even to the borders of Israel. And you will know that I am Lord, for you have refused to obey my decrees and regulations. Instead, you have copied the standards of the nations around you. While I was prophesying, Pelatai, son of Benah, suddenly died. Then I fell face down on the ground and cried out, O sovereign Lord, are you going to kill everyone of Israel? Then this message came to me from the Lord, son of man. The people still left in Jerusalem. Are you talking about you and your relatives and all the people of Israel who are exiled? They are saying those people are far away from the Lord, so now he has given their land to us. Therefore, tell the exiles that it is what the sovereign Lord says, although I have scattered 
you in the countries of the world. I will be a sanctuary to you during your time in exile. I, I, the sovereign Lord, gathered you back from nations where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel once again. When people return to the homeland, they will remove every trace of their, their vile images and detestable idols. And I will give them sing, singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart. So they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people, and I will be their God. But as far as those who long for vile images and detestable idols, I will pay them fully for their sins. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. And then the Shurim lifted their, their wings and rose into the air with their wheelchairs beside them. And the glory of God, or Israel, hovered, up, hovered above them. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the city and stopped above the mountain to the east. Afterward, the Spirit of God carried me back again to Babylon to give the people in exile there. And so ended the vision of visit to Jerusalem. And I told the exiles everything the Lord had showed me. Alright, 12 and 12. The doctors weren't trying to, uh, page, step 12, page 123. The doctors weren't trying to find how different we were from one another. They sought to find whatever personality traits, if any, this group of alcoholics had in common. They finally came up with the conclusion that shocked the AA members of that time. These distinguished men had the nerve to say that most of the alcoholics under investigation were still childish. Emotionally sensitive and grandiose. How we alcoholics did resent that verdict. We would not believe that our adult dreams were often truly childish. And considering the rough deal life had given us, we felt it perfectly natural that we were sensitive. As to our grandiose behavior, we insisted that we had been possessed of nothing but a high legitimate ambition to win the battle life. In the years since, however, most of us come to agree with those doctors, we have had a much keener look at ourselves at those times about us. We have seen that we were prodded by unreasonable fears or anxieties into making a life business of winning. Fame, money, and what we thought was leadership. So false pride became the reverse side of the ruinous coin marked we simply had to be number one people to cover up our deep lying interferences and fitful success we boasted of greater feats to be done in defeat we were bitter if we didn't have much of any worldly success we became depressed and cowed then people said we were on the inferior type but now we see ourselves as ships off the same old block. At the heart, we had all the abnormally fearful it mattered a little whether we had sat on the shore of life, ranking ourselves into 
Peggy Fullness, our head plunging recklessly and willfully beyond our depth and ability. The result was the same. All of us had nearly perished in a sea of alcohol. But today we well matured AAs, this distorted drive, have been restored to something like their true purpose and direction. We no longer strive to dominate or rule those about us. In order to gain self-importance, we know to seek fame and honor in order based when we by devoted service to family, friends, business, our community, we attract widespread affection and are sometimes singled out for posts of greater responsibility and trust. We try to be humble, grateful, and exert ourselves the more in a spirit of love and service. True leadership, we find, depends upon able example and not upon vain displays of power or glory. Still more wonderful is that the feeling that we do not have to be specially distinguished among our fellows in order to be useful and proud and proudly happy. No man of us can be leaders of prominence, nor do we wish to be service gladly rendered. Obligations squarely met. Troubles well accepted are solved. With God's help, the knowledge that at home are in the world, outside we are partners in a common effort. The well-understood fact that in God's sight all humans be perfect, important. The proof that love freely given surely brings a full return is certainly that we are no longer isolated alone in self-construction prisons. The surety that we need no longer be square pegs in round holes, but can fit and belong in God's scheme of things. These are the permanent and legitimate satisfactions of right living for which no amount of pomp and circumstances, no heat, a material possession could possibly be substitutes true. True ambition is not what we thought it was. True ambition is the deep desire to live usefully and walk humbly under the grace of God. These little studies of AA 12 steps now come to a close. We have been considering so many problems that it may appear that AA consists mainly of racking dilemma and troubleshooting to a certain ex- extent. That is true. We have been talking about problems because we are people who found a way a way up and out and who wish to have our knowledge of that way with all who can use it. For it is only accepting and solving our problems that we begin to get right with ourselves and with the world about us and with him who criticizes over us all. Understanding is the key to the right principles and attitudes, and right action is the key to good living. Therefore, we, the joy of good living is the theme of AA's 12 Steps, which each passing day of our lives made every one of us sense more deeply the inner meaning of AA's 
simple prayer. Alright, we finished that chapter. The next one we're going to think we're going to start on. Tradition 1. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on AA unit. Late start page five forty three. I took my delicate steps into this new path. When I found the footing was firm, each tentative move brought me a little nearer to trust. Confidence grew faith in my higher power expanded, and I came to recognize a lot I had not known existed. Something within me shifted and welcomed a new source of strength, understanding, tolerance, and love. That selfish withdrawal, the woman who announced that that she would never be responsible to, to or for anyone ever again, now finds sincere warmth in just being available. I count it a privilege to help another drive. It's never been 10 years since I retired, 7 years since I joined AA. Now I can truly say I'm a grateful alcoholic. Had I not become drunk, I would have not never, never become another sober. But sad statistic, at 75, I would be lonely, unproductive, old woman, watching TV, doing needlepoint, in home with, without friends, and, and sinking further and further into an old age depression. As it is, AA has lifted my days with friends after growth and the feeling of worth that is rooted in constructive activity. My faith is my faith in and contact with my higher power shines more brightly than I dreamed it would. Those promises I thought were impossible are viable force in my life. I am free to laugh all, all of all of my laughter, free trust and be trusted. Free to both give and receive. I am from shame and regret. Free to learn and grow and work. I have left that lonely, frightened, painful express train through hell. I have accepted the gift of a safer, safer journey through life. Alright, that was the end of it, y'all. Uh, I don't know which one to start. chance to live. AA gave this teenager the tools to climb out of her dark. Ooh, I think we did that one. I think we'll go with one. Alcoholics Anonymous Number three, pioneer member of Akron Group. Number one, the first day I grew in the world, he kept the faith. Therefore, he and the countless others found a new life. All right. Our Father, 
so out in heaven. That will be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead me not in temptation, but deliver me from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And I love y'all, like Jesus says. Um, y'all send me some stuff in, man. Send me some stuff in, make a girl happy. Come on. I, I love y'all.